0: Hi, everybody. I'm Patrick McEnroe, and this is Holding Court. Hello. It is time to hold a little bit of court as we come to you directly from SW19. That is a postal code, for those of you who don't know, of the village, the town of Wimbledon in England. So I'm coming to you straight from my little flat here right off uh, the main Street, the high street, it's called in the town of Wimbledon. And we are getting set for day one of our coverage on ESPN, a full slate of matches. We start with you live on ESPN at 11 a.m. local time. That's 6 a.m. Eastern time, and uh, we will be with you, of course, every day through the end of play. The men's top half of the draw kicks things off on day one, and that, of course, will be led by the world number, well, I should say, excuse me. The seed number one, not the world number one. That would be Daniil Medvedev, who of course is not here because he's been banned along with the Russian and Belarusian players from competing this year at Wimbledon. That is a story and a topic uh, that we could do a whole podcast on. But today's podcast is going to be about the tennis uh, on day one and about the draws, since I haven't spoken to you since the draws came out, so it'll be Djokovic kicking things off on center court, one thirty p.m. local start uh, as the number one seed. He's the defending champion. He's won, in fact, the last three Wimbledon's played. Of course, twenty twenty was canceled because of the pandemic. Last year, it was played with some protocols with about a 50% capacity of the audience, of the crowd on site. That ramped up during week number two, almost got to 100%, but not quite this year. It's full on, completely back to normal. I've been walking the grounds, which are spectacular. I even got a little personal tour from Tim Henman, uh, the former great player from England, of course, who's now part of the Wimbledon Committee. He's a member at the All-England Club. So he took myself and Brad Gilbert on a little tour of the new indoor center, which also has six outdoor clay courts, six indoor hard courts. They're going to be using that as a player entrance over the course of the next couple years. Absolutely spectacular. It was a two-year project and uh, just about 100% complete. There'll be an underground walkway for the players to walk under a tunnel to be dropped off in their car services and then walk into the main grounds, which of course where their main locker rooms are. But it's amazing how this place continues to improve And they've got plans to expand uh, Across the street to Which used to be a golf course It still is at the moment They will expand that Build a ton of new clay courts uh, Some of which will be used for the championship, Some of which will be used for the community For the town uh, So this place is going to just get better and better Djokovic will kick things off Against Sun Woo Kwon of Korea That should be a fairly Routine match for Novak Djokovic, uh, Kokonakis looms in potentially in round number two. Ketsmanovic, who's also Serbian, is the first seed that Djokovic would meet. That would be in round number three. He's the 25 seed. You've got Opelka or Brasilishvili potentially uh, in round number four. Opelka has had a miserable grass court season. I've touched on that. In previous podcasts. So we'll see how he looks tomorrow as well. He takes a court at the end of the day over on court number four against Taberner. Does Opelka? He's Carlos Taberner of Spain. So you'd expect that he can get through that one. I will be kicking things off in our coverage. At 11 a.m. on a couple of the outer courts, along with James Blake, I'll be covering Tommy Paul against a veteran, Fernando Verdasco, Tommy Paul, the American who is seated here as the number 30 seed. And then also you've got Francis Tiafo at the number 23 seed. There's six American men actually seated. Uh, did that include Corda? Because Corda actually pulled out. So, I'm not sure if he was seated, and I don't think so. Uh, six American men, Sebastian Corda, unfortunately pulled out of the tournament just here on the weekend. So, we'll have Verdasco and Tiafo for you. That'll be a 6 a.m. start local time. <clears throat> so, we'll be covering that, following those two young Americans and see if they can get through. T- uh, Tiafo takes out a qualifier from Italy. Vavasori, who I must admit I have not heard of. So I will have to do my homework tonight on Andrea Vavasori, who's taking on uh, <clears throat> Mr. Francis Tiafo. You've got also in this section, uh, in the top quarter, as I mentioned, where Djokovic sits, John Isner. He's also an American, as you know, he's the 20 seed. He's got Yannick Sinner, who's now being helped out here for a few weeks by our own Darren Cahill, our own, meaning he works with us at ESPN as well. So he's in the coaching corner with Sinner, who takes on Stan Vavenka, who got a wild card here. Of course, um, he's trying to get his ranking back. He's in his mid-30s now, three-time Major champion Andy Murray is also in that little section. In fact, if Murray wins his first round, which will be the final match tomorrow on center court against James Duckworth, it would be Murray and Isner, assuming Isner uh, gets through his opening round match against the Frenchman Enzo Kuka. How do you say? I believe is how you pronounce He's a qualifier as well. So <clears throat> Isner had that run here a number of years ago to the semis, but overall has not played great at Wimbledon. You expect him to get through that. And, of course, hope, many of us hoping to see that Isner-Murray match in round two, the winner to then play center. And then you've got Alcaraz. We will get our <clears throat> look at Mr. Alcaraz tomorrow as well. He takes on uh, Struff, which is actually a pretty tough first round. Jan-Leonard Struf from Germany. Hits the ball big. Pretty decent on grass. Alcaraz has played very few matches in his career uh, on the grass. Didn't play at all in the uh, break between the French Open and Wimbledon. Apparently got a little bandage on the right elbow for Alcaraz. So that's potentially a tricky matchup there. Could be an upset there. And again, that will be the second match after Anz kicks things off on court number one. Alcaraz and Struff. And then you've got Angelique Kerber against Mladonovich. That will finish up on court number one. Let's break down just a little bit more the top half of the draw, though, because you've got Casper Ruud, as the three seed but certainly not one of the favorites to go deep at this tournament i believe he's only won two matches in his career on grass though he got a friendly opening round against someone who's not comfortable on grass at all albert ramos vinola so you'd expect rue to get through there baez from argentina is a 31 seed not a great grass court player himself I think it's a great chance, actually, this section for Francis Tiafo because if he can get through a couple matches, he's got Karina Busta. Bublik is in this section. who actually beat Tiafo in one of the warm-up tournaments, so that potentially could be tricky. But if you look at the seed there, it's rude. I think that's a great opportunity for Tiafo to make a little bit of a run, get through to the fourth round, potentially even go further to the quarters. The quarterfinal there would then lead likely to Hubert Hurkacz, who's the seven seed. So he's really the favorite, I would say, in the, that bottom half of the top section of the draw to get to the semis to face what would likely be Djokovic. Hurkacz winning uh, uh, the warm-up tournament in Halle, just destroyed Medvedev in the final there. So looking awfully good. Tommy Paul's in that section. Dimitrov. Cam Nori, a guy who I like, uh, particularly the way he's played in the majors and the big tournaments. He's the nine seed. Solid grass court player, but you know, Herkach at his best on grass. I think a little too much firepower for Nori. Um, That would be the round of 16 matchup there uh, leading to the quarter. So, pretty wide open that section of the draw. And I'd have to put Hubert Herkach as a solid favorite to come out of that section of the draw. Let's jump over now to the ladies. I'm gonna, I'll tackle the second half of the draw. Uh, tomorrow, but I want to give you uh, sort of a preview of what's happening on day one. All right, this episode of Holding Court is being brought to you by Fitbiomics and their new next-gen probiotic, which is called Nella. It's a daily capsule of next-generation performance probiotics designed to help all of us pursue a healthy and active lifestyle uh, from inside the gut. You know, you've all been hearing about gut health and digestion. And so Nella this new product is going to take it to another level. So I've just started out with it. I will let you know how it goes with me. Of course, I like to think myself, even though I'm 55, as a high-performance athlete, maybe not quite the same as I used to be. But you know, over the years, I get a little bit of a gut. So this is going to help me, they tell me, and I'll tell you how it goes uh, with me and my, pro- and my progress. And I hope that you do the same. Nella, is the name of the product and you can go to Nella.fitbiomics.com and you will get 25% off if you put in my code PMAC 25 and it's available on on the online sales channels 25% off all products Nella is a daily capsule of next generation performance probiotics designed to help all of us pursue a healthy and active lifestyle and reach our personal best So day one, we'll see the bottom half of the women's draw. That's led by, believe it or not, the number two seed is Annette Contivate. is actually the two seed. Anjabor, who's also in this section now as the three seed, excuse me, has actually just moved up to be ranked number two. Of course, she's from Tunisia. Nobody from her country has ever been anywhere close uh, to where she's been. So her story is amazing. She's definitely... In fact, I believe she's the second favorite from the odds makers at the moment. First being Iga Sviantek, uh, the number one seed. She's a favorite to win the title, but not nearly as big of a favorite as she was at Wimbledon. Jabors, the two favorite. I believe Coco Goff may even be the three. And that Contevade from Estonia went on an unbelievable tear. I believe won 21 matches in a row indoors uh, the second half of last year. Indoor hard, indoor clay. She's, I would say, overall better on hard. She should be. A pretty good grass court player because she plays, you know, pretty flat. Can hit the ball pretty big through the court. But again, you know, grass is an X factor. You just don't know how players, if they haven't played on it a lot, don't get too much match play on. If you're not real, a real natural to the surface, it, even if you're, when you look at the game, like you think Sistapas, he should be really good on grass. Maybe he's starting to find it, having won uh, in Majorca just over the weekend. That's going to give him a lot of confidence on the men's side. Contivate is a big question mark. It's just it's hard to know what to expect. And again, there's so much depth in the women's game that you can see, you know, as many as 20 players we were saying in our ESPN meeting today we think could win the women's tournament. But of those 20, I mean, you wouldn't be shocked to see half of them lose in the first or second round because they don't have that dominance at the top that the men have had. Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, Murray – get this, or I'm actually just Djokovic, excuse me, Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal have won 19 of the last 21 majors. Can you guess, can you remember who won the other two? They were both at the U.S. Open in the last couple of years. It was Dominic Team in the pandemic year, and then last year, of course, it was Daniil Medvedev. So it's, it's not nearly as top-heavy, the women's game, but the depth overall in the women's game has gotten a lot stronger so you can see these top players easily get picked up. Belinda Benchet, she's a fourteen seed. She should be a serious threat on grass with the way she strikes the ball. Maria Sakari is a five seed. She's in the bottom. She would play contivate in the quarters. I like her chances a lot. Ostapenko, the big hitter, she's up and down. She played well in Eastbourne in the warm-up tournament, uh, lost to Kvitova. We'll get to Kvitova. She's in the top half of the draw. She's certainly playing her way into potentially being one of the favorites, having won this title a couple of times. The top section of the bottom half of the women's draw, you've got Danielle Collins, the seven seed, the American. She is, I believe, the highest... Seated American, right? Because you you got Shelby Rogers Seated, Pagula's eight So it's Collins is the highest It's seven Coco Goff likely, you know, the one with the best chance is 11 in Isimova's 20. They could play in the third round. That'll be on Tuesday along with Serena, by the way, will be in action as well on Tuesday. So again, we'll dive into that as we look ahead to Tuesday, but now this is about Monday. You've got, as I said, Jabor in action against, um, Bjorklin, who qualified. She's the girlfriend of, of Shapovalov who's been struggling mightily. Um, on, on really the last couple of months, but particularly on grass. Remember he had that great run last year, uh, losing to Djokovic in the semifinals. He's going to lose a ton of points. So is Djokovic with no points this year. You know, we're going to get into this tomorrow on ESPN, uh, the players that will lose all their ranking points. I mean, Djokovic is going to drop to like seven in the rankings, even if he wins the tournament. So that, again, another story for another day. I'm trying to focus just to right now on the tennis. Let's stick to that. Uh Kanepi is also a seed. She's a 31 seed. We've seen her do well in majors. Elise Merton's a 24 seed. Kerber, I mentioned her. She's up on court number one. She actually had a pretty good warm-up tournament in one of the events. She's won this before. If she gets going, I like her draw. I could see her making a big run. Madison Keyes pulled out with an injury. So she was a 19 seed, so she's out. Uh, Radikanu who I will be covering her match. That's second on center tomorrow. Mary Jo Fernandez and I will have that one. She takes on Allison Van Udvank, uh, who's pretty good on grass. And Radakanu, I just met with her agents over at the IMG Endeavor house, which, which is pretty nice, by the way. They invited me over for some Nobu sushi over the course of the tournament. I'm like, hey, I could, I could get used to that, but I'll be on the air most of the time, so I probably won't be able to enjoy that. But I met with her agents. I got the rundown on Radikanu where she's at. And of course, I will break that down for you when I'm calling that match. But she's a huge question mark. In fact, they told me that they weren't sure just until this weekend if she was going to be able to play or not. But she had a good practice on Saturday, felt good uh, because she's been nicked up, had a sort of injury to her her rib area on the left side of her stomach. Uh, She's had all sorts of injuries. And of course, her play has not been nearly anywhere near where it was of course last year at the u.s open when she won that title coming through the qualifying one of the most amazing stories in women's tennis Layla fernandez by the way pulled out as well i had her marked as a player to watch for but unfortunately she got the injury bug as well so she's out one another player i should mention in the bottom half is the 23 she bitras Haddad maya from brazil is had some very nice results recently end on the grass I mean, again, if you tell me who you think's the favorite in the bottom half of the draw, if I'm, I guess Jabour, Jabour Sakary at the five spot, Benchich, uh, it's it's almost impossible to make a real prediction uh, on what's going on right there. But it should be a great wimbledon It's going to be a lot different, of course, with the band of the Russians, the Belarusians, and no points. We will dive into that more deeply as the tournament goes on. We'll hear from the players as well. But I hope you're looking forward to it as much as I am coming to you from SW19. We're holding court here, and we will do so throughout the championships. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.